Hey Detective, welcome to the Nancy Drew Rendezvous, a podcast where we take a chronological look at all the books in the Nancy Drew Files series. I'm your host Teagues and today's episode is a bonus episode, yes. After discussing the last case, The Suspect Next Door, we were introduced to a whole skew of new characters which will feature in a Nancy Drew spin-off series called River Heights. I finally got my hands on a couple of the books and we will have a look and learn all we can about River Heights and I will also give you my opinion on what I think of these books. Strap in, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so the two books that I managed to get copies of is number five, Between the Lines, and number nine, Lies and Whispers. And I've just realized I read them in the opposite order. I actually read Lies and Whispers before I read Between the Lines. So things make a lot more sense now. What I did notice about these books is that they don't have a happy ending, like everything isn't tied up at the end, the story will continue on into the next book, which I think that that happened in Sweet Valley as well. It has been like 20 years since I've read those books, so I'm not 100% sure. But I do think it was a popular thing in teenage books that came out in the early 90s. Speaking of time, these books were released Um, in 1989 to 1992. And as we know, the main character, Nikki Masters, was introduced in case 39 of the Nancy Drew Files, The Suspect Next Door, where she was accused of murdering her boyfriend. And thankfully, she wasn't the guilty one. He was involved in lots of trouble in a stealing ring. We were introduced to quite a few characters in The Suspect Next Door who have huge appearances in the River Heights book. There is Jeremy Pratt, who is like a spoiled rich guy. There is Brittany Tate, who is your typical mean girl. Nikki, of course, Nikki's best friends, Robin and Lacey. I did say in the last episode that I didn't think... I can't remember if it was Robin or Lacey. I don't think they actually appeared in River Heights, but I was very wrong. And there's a bunch of other characters as well, such as Nikki's boyfriend, a man named Tim. There's a rich girl called Kim. There's a southern girl called Samantha. She wasn't really in the books that I read. There was one scene where she's trying to pick up a substitute teacher, which that just gives you an idea of the type of books they are. Um, And then there's a lady called, a lady, a kid called Alan Ming, who in Lies and Whispers was dealing with her father being accused of a crime, which was, yeah, terrible. There's Karen Jacobs, who is another just random character. Um, And yeah, Kim, a rich, spoiled girl. They're pretty much the main characters. I must say, though, Brittany was like the star character in both the books. And the books also revolve quite a fair bit around the River Heights Country Club. Now, we were introduced to the River Heights Country Club in case 16 of the files, Circle of Evil, where there was a bunch of thefts going around. Um, And also in The Suspect Next Door, they did mention the country club. Dan's body was found near the country club, which, yeah, the country club and the mall seem to be the big hangout places of the kids of River Heights High. And that's another thing. All these teenagers, they go to River Heights High and we are introduced to rival schools. Now, 
arrival schools actually a thing in the USA? I feel like on TV shows and everything, there's so much school rivalry. Here in Australia, we don't really care about the other schools. I guess we don't have like a huge sport culture. We like we do play lots of sports, but we don't have cheerleaders or get into the school spirit or have prep rallies or nor do we even go to like our school teams sport matches basically it's like no one really cares and I just feel like in um in these like teenage books and on movies school rivalry is such a huge thing I also must say that it might just be the two books that I read but Brittany is such a huge character in the book. Like she's disliked by Nikki. She's like your mean girl. But unlike the Sweet Valley High series where your mean girl Lila was a spoiled rich brat, Brittany is actually like middle class, like not rich and not poor, but she really wants to be a member of uh, River Heights Country Club, but she can't really afford it. So she needs Kim and Jeremy to sponsor her and she can't pay like the club fees. So she even needs to get a second job. So it's interesting to see the teenagers in this book actually having jobs. I'm not going to go into the storylines of these books at all, um, like I do in the main podcast, just because it's not really the purpose of this bonus episode. This bonus episode is more so to learn about River Heights and you all know how much I love River Heights and having these books lets me learn so much more about the town. So I wish I could like read all the books. Um, They're just going to cost me a pretty penny. I actually brought these books from thriftbooks.com. It's a great website to buy secondhand books. This is not sponsored or anything. I just find when buying books online, it costs a fortune, but Shipping to Australia was like really cheap. It cost me like $5 to ship two hardback books to Australia, which, and the books themselves are like $3 each. And there's no chance of me trying to find these books in Australia. So yeah, really happy about that. Um, And it's like really cool to have like hardcover books as well. And just before I go into all the locations that we learn about in these books, I just want to mention Nancy Drew and how she ties in. Well, In the book Lies and Whispers, Nancy actually is in the book. She has a cameo in the book. She needs to help find some missing fundraising money. um, That So Ellen asks for her help and Nancy just kind of like brushes her off actually. She's like, yeah, um, hmm, this seems to be some trouble, but I've got to go away for a bit. So uh, here's what I want you to do, and that will help you catch the thief. Unfortunately, I don't know if the plan worked or not, because the book kind of ended there. How I said earlier, like the books don't have, nothing's all tied up. They kind of continue into the next book. And in Between the Lines, they referenced the suspect next door and how Nikki was accused of Dan's murder and whatnot. So I think it might be possible that Nancy does make an appearance in every book, but I'm not 100% sure just because, as I've said, these are the only two books I've had. All right, now let's get into River Heights and what we've learned about it. Okay, so the first thing that I want to talk about is actually the cover of Between the Lines. 
So it's got two kids on it. I don't know who they are. I have no idea. It could be Brittany and Jeremy, or it could be Nikki and her boyfriend, Tim. The thing that actually intrigues me the most is the house in the background, because if this is Nikki Master's house and Nikki is Nancy's next door neighbor, then Nancy's house is ridiculously huge and a mansion. So the house in the background of the cover here has a huge circular driveway and kind of like a Porsche thing. So I think it might be Jeremy's house now that I've seen the Porsche in the driveway. It's one of those huge style colonial houses with moss down the front of it. It looks like it's got the main house and then two wings on the front. So yeah, now that I've seen the Porsche and I know that Jeremy drives a Porsche, I think it has to be Jeremy's house. There's no way it can be Nikki's house. I never imagined Nikki's house to be that big. And as a result, I never imagined Nancy's house to be that big. I always imagined Nancy's house to, yes, be a colonial style house. I never, ever imagined it to have a... A circular driveway because Nancy has spoken about having a garage and it's not much room for a garage on a circular driveway or there might be I don't know I'm not rich I don't live in mansions so I'm not sure how they work exactly um okay so yeah what do you imagine Nancy Drew's house to look like Like I said, yes, I do imagine it to be colonial style. I imagine it to have a porch because we've heard about the porch numerous times. Nancy and Ned have had dates out there. Plenty of packages have been left for Nancy on the porch. Uh, Yeah, I imagine it to be big. I don't know. I should like post some photos that I find on the website of what I imagine Nancy's house to look like. Actually, I'm going to do that for the show notes of this podcast so head to nancydrewpodcast.com to see what I imagine Nancy Drew's house to look like. Alrighty, so now the bit that I'm most excited about, River Heights locations. Woohoohoo. Okay, well, first of all, just like in the Nancy Drew Files books, the characters in the River Heights books love eating pizza. And our favorite pizza place, the Pizza Palace, makes an appearance in Between the Lines. That is quite a popular pizza place in the Nancy Drew books, the Nancy Drew Files books rather. They've made numerous appearances, including in episodes such as Trial by Fire, Very Deadly Yours, Most Likely to Die, Shadow of a Doubt, and now In Between the Lines. The Country Club is a key location, like I mentioned earlier. Lots of parties, lots of events, lots of dinners happen at the Country Club. There is also a place called The Loft where they like to hang out a fair bit. This, as far as I can tell, is another pizza-type joint. On the topic of food, there is a greasy diner called Slim and Shorty's Cafe, which appears in Between the Lines. It's a typical greasy diner, and a couple of the characters get jobs there when they need some money. Nancy, Ned, Carson have all been to a fancy French restaurant in the Nancy Drew Files books called Louise, and... Believe it or not, there is another French restaurant in River Heights called Le Saint-Tropez, which is 
a really fancy restaurant that Kim, a rich spoiled brat, wants people to take her to. So yeah, that was another interesting restaurant that we learned about. As for other eateries, there is a place called Cafe Chow. There is an ice cream shop that's in a a less popular area of town that one of the characters wanted to go to as not to be seen. And again, the River Heights Country Club is the place to eat. Let's talk about the schools. The book is based around the students at River Heights High and it's interesting to know that the book mentions that the high school has marble steps. That's about all we really learn about the school. There's a theatre, there's a gymnasium, there's classrooms, there's the usual typical high school looking thing. But yeah, that was like kind of the only distinguishing feature that we learnt about the school. In the Nancy Drew Files books, the high schools that we know of are River Heights High and we also know of a Bedford High, which was in book number one, Secrets Can Kill. So when I mentioned the rivalries earlier, the two rival schools are called Fox Hill, that is one of the girls' schools, and Tolbert is the, a private boys' school. So yeah, they're the two main rival schools of River Heights. There is also another school called Westmore High, but that only gets a fleeting reference. Okay, another hot hangout spot in River Heights is the River Heights Mall. I swear this mall must be huge. I'm imagining like Mall of America type size thing. Okay, I'm sure River Heights Mall isn't that huge. It's just so many shops that we've come across. So new shops that were introduced to in the River Heights books, or the two that I've read, include Bloom's The Florist, which is owned by Brittany's mum, and Brittany actually works there from time to time. This, I think, is the second florist that's inside the mall. There is also one called Blossoms and Bows that we got introduced to in one of the recent Nancy Drew books. I can't remember exactly. Oh, it was uh, Trial, not Trial by Fire, Shadow of a Doubt, Shadow of a Doubt, I think. Anyway, there was a delivery from that mall and with a, a terrible note. I think it was like Nancy's funeral wreath or something. So it wouldn't have been Shadow of a Doubt. I cannot remember right now, but yeah, it's the second florist in the mall. And there is a fancy dress shop called Glad Rags. So that's where you buy dresses for dances and whatnot. There is a record store called Plates. I think that's what it's called. I cannot actually read my handwriting. Anyway, Lexi works at that record store. And the last place mentioned in these books that appears in the mall is called Tastings, which is a gourmet catering place. Now, in the books a fair few times, everyone has gone to Fox Lake for, you know, some beach time. Fox Lake wasn't in this book, but there was a place called Moon Lake where a couple went on a date. So I don't know if it could be the same lake and the author just named it something different. But if so, there's two recreational lakes in River Heights where people can go for picnics and for summer fun days. River Heights's local TV station is called WRH-TV. I know that that station does appear in one of the Future Files books, but we haven't come across it in the four, uh, 39 books of the files that we've covered so far in the series. Now, River Heights has a river in it. 
Obviously, we've heard it mentioned countless times. Dates have happened at the river parks and whatnot. But what we learn is that there is a good part of the river where the country club is nearby and where the teens go swimming. But the northern part of the river, so the more north that you go in town, the seedier it gets. So that was actually interesting to learn as well. And that wraps up all the locations that we learnt about in these two books. Actually, there was also a, there's also a law firm that I think Alan's dad worked at. What have I got here? Uh, it is called Saxtobin Downing's Law Firm, and that is on 211 Willow Street. So that is another street that we've learnt about in River Heights. Uh, yeah, that was just a another law firm. There's so many law firms in River Heights as well. Gosh, this, I swear this River Heights place seems more like New York City than like a small Midwestern town. Phew. And that just about covers all the places that we learnt about River Heights. I'm sure in the other books, there is plenty more places and there is plenty more places that we're going to learn about in the file series. Uh, If you know or have any of the other River Heights books and want to tell me some more locations, I'd love to hear from you. So if you can email me and let me know at hello at nancydrewpodcast.com, that would be great. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode and I will see you next time for case number 40, Shadow of a Doubt. Bye, detective.